Gray Fox. Praise games. Waiting, huh? Hello and welcome to Grey Fox Plays Games, a podcast where a group of chaps join a call and talk all things video games, the good, the bad and the mid. The uh, sharper eared of you might have noticed that I'm not our usual master of ceremonies, Adam Flint. Unfortunately, he's not able to join us today and ask that I take the wheel on this one. He will be back for the next one, hopefully. But in the meantime, my name's Alex Hemming and I have a trophy addiction. Uh, It is my first time as a host, so please be gentle with me. But thankfully, I've got a couple of friends who are here to help me out and make sure this doesn't go too far off the rails. Firstly, I can't quite hit the high notes that Flint does, so to me, he is the soul's man. Michael Carden Edwards, how you doing? Um, I'm not too bad, mate. You know, it feels like sacrilege a little bit that the, the true soul's man is introducing someone else as a soul's man, because... In comparison to you, I am but a, but a lowly scrub, yeah? A so, soul's um, boy, no. I'm a soul's <laughs> boy, yeah? So, But no, I'm very good, mate, I'm very good. Um, I'm pleased to be here, and I'm looking forward to a rambunctious show, yeah? yeah. Mm, that's a good word, I like that, off to a good start. And then the other man who's with us today, the man behind the curtain, the producer, the editor-in-chief, if you will, they call him Moles, Jonathan Moles. How you doing? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. That intro, I might have to put some jangly music behind it. So, yeah, Ooh, thank you very much. This is, it's nice. a very sexy it. intro. This, I, I'm, I, that was good. This is it's like, <laughs> good. It's all it, very smooth. It reminds me, it? like you know, driving down a long road late at night. There's some <laughs> rain hitting hitting the windshield, and you've got some smooth tones on to kind of. That's what I'm going for. I, told, some I did tell you all I'm going for the radio voice. I've got to be smooth tonight, <laughs> but. It's going to be smooth. It's going to be calm. Absolutely. That's what we're known for here. Um, but like, <laughs> Until we get Mikey on JRPGs. <laughs> JRPGs, Assassin's shit. Creed, it goes all off. But hey, we're not going to go too far off the rails. As I said, Flint's not here, but we're going to try to keep on the tried and true. Um, I, I, I could abuse my power, and we do an hour and a half deep dive on the backstory of Near Automata, but I think that might be a bit too niche for people. Um, so we normally start with asking each of I've our s- I've seen some here. fantastic cosplay reddits about what? <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2B, very nice. Um, okay. Three questions, and I'm going to ask you now, Mike, because you jumped in. What have you been watching? What have you been playing? And what have you been reading? All right. So um, I haven't really read anything in, in, in a long time, to be honest. So we're just going to ignore that question. Um, Fair. In terms of watching, um, I haven't really been watching too much of anything either because we have, been, we have, we have achieved a new dining room table, which means that the old dining room table has now gone into the sitting room. Um, with the plan of it going into the kitchen eventually. But the kitchen, we're getting redone next month. We're getting a new kitchen, you see. And at the moment, in the current kitchen, the, the old dining room table, she does not fit. So as a result, as I said, she's in the sitting room, which means that when I sit on the sofa, I can't see the television. So... I, I, so I, we've watched, right. me and um, my, my wife have watched a couple of films over the last week. Both films I know very well to the point that I don't have to see 
really what's going on to know what's going on. And they were uh, two films that she had never seen as well, which makes it doubly fun for me. Uh, Pulp Fiction, because it's on Netflix, and I was like, I'm watching it. And Amazing film. And then last night, uh, I, I uh, Snatch, uh, which is yes. uh, one of my favorite films <laughs> of all time. And uh, both went down a treat with her. So, yeah, very, very good stuff. Um, but, yeah, two things, not much else. No, fair enough. So you've been, sit- you've been sitting there trying to watch the... T- have you been watching no, just the bottom the, half of like the screen? About, I would say it's two-thirds of the top half. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, but... Okay, and you didn't think... You didn't think to just put the TV on the table. No, it doesn't, it doesn't work in that way. Yeah, I'm not putting... No, that, that's just... That's ludicrous. Just check. Um, I'm, and I'm <laughs> it would also, be too easy. No, it, it wouldn't work, to be honest. Um, it, 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 it wouldn't get to there. Let's just say that. Um, I'm also not one of those crazy people that have a TV on the wall. All right? Not in my name. Yeah? <laughs> not happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't trust it. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's great. I just don't trust it. One I day want, I'm going to wake up and it will be on the floor. I want easy access to the back of that television. Yeah? Just in case. I don't want to know what you're going to do there, but sure, let's go with exactly. that. <laughs> See, I, I have the TV on the wall in one of the bedrooms, and it's on an arm. You just pull the TV out away from the wall, and then mm. you can get to the back of it. <laughs> you just see, you just have to be clever with what you Sounds, get when you put uh, it up. Moles is the DIY man, let's be honest. He is the DIY mm-hmm. man. He knows what's going on. Um, have you been playing anything, Mike? Or um, So I've been playing... Oh, what have I been playing? Uh, I suppose a few different things. Obviously, 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 Marvel Snap. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I just endlessly, mm. every every single day of my life now, for the rest of time. Oh, dude, it's there, man. It's there. Because I sit there. Because the thing is, every day, I think I can get another collector's cash today. Mm-hmm. And today might be the day that I get something really good. And inevitably, it's 200 gold or a new avatar <laughs> or a... I get 50 little, credits or something. Yeah, yeah so it's something garbage or like a title that means nothing. And you're like, uh, not quite the one today. And then I had one uh, yesterday where I got a, C- a Series 4 card. And the way this game works is, is that you are guaranteed a card, I believe, every four boxes. I think that's the that the the, the the rule it works works on. So essentially, it's pretty much every forty levels, right? Something around that. Um, if you get a series four card, you won't get another one for four hundred levels. Wow! And I got the worst one there was. Eh? How good is that? I got I got the uh, the heli carrier one, where if you discard it, you then add three random cards to your hand. And I, I used it for a bit because I do the thing where you spend 25 credits to get it out of gray because yeah, it's the most... Play your grays, thing. level it up, get it back get, out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then chip it away forever because I'm never using you again. And um, I managed to use it a few times. I discarded that bad boy and I just got absolute dross. And I was like, well, oh, that's his bullshit. Um, so I'm still waiting to get the likes of Brood and I'm like, waiting to get the likes of Thor and Spider-Man. And people wow. like that. I've so, been quite lucky. Those I, I have those three. I, don't I really want Brood Man for some Silver Surfer action, but that is the best thing ever. You yeah. put that out, get Wong there to time it. Oh, exactly. It is a little bit Off frustrating. That I don't have that guy. Um, but no, other than that, I've been. Um, I haven't really been playing 
too much. Um, I've played. <laughs> we'll get on to Marvel as Avengers, right? We'll get on. To <laughs> yes, we, we will. Did, we will talk uh, on that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've been playing um, a little bit of my Switch, and I, you know, obviously I've got a very much a stop-start relationship with Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, Indeed. I did. I load. I, I played it for a good bunch of hours to get to that tree. And then I'm like, ah, I can't be bothered anymore. I'll wait for another six months and I'll carry on when I've got another burst of inspiration. So in the meantime, I've uh, gone back to Xenoblade Chronicles, number one. Is that the one that you liked or that you thought was number terrible? Number one is really good. Like, really, okay. really good. I'm a bit... Uh, genuinely, you haven't played this one, have you, Heming? No, I've not played any of the Xenoblade games. I, I, I would encourage you... Um, fairly immediately to play this to play the first one it's a, the remastered version of the wii u game or the and they also no is it a wii or wii u game and they also put it on the 3ds as well or something like that i think it was the wii if i, think I remember right the, wii, the yeah. first one in any event it's um it's really good as you as i've mentioned before several times in the show i ain't about stories and games right it has to be really really good to to, to hook me do you know what i mean because i find the more like the more uncanny valley that graphics go, the more I'm like, I ain't buying it. You're trying to be a movie and you're not a movie, right? And something in my brain doesn't click too much, right? Um, the story in this game is, is really, really fun. I like the characters. I like the story. It's, it's genuinely good. And the combat is a, a mind-boggling level of complexity, but also quite satisfying. When you, when you, when you hook it all up together, it's like, Ah, it's like, you know, like how I complained about Final Fantasy VII remakes and Final Fantasy XV's combat being a big, Famously pile, of, so. big pile of ass. <laughs> um, if their combat was this, those games would be really good, in my opinion. All right. So, I mean, yeah. it's one that I have wanted to check out for a while. So uh, it's, it's, and, well, the, to so get the, the seal of approval. So the reason why I, I kind of went back to it is because A... It, I, I, it's, in, it's a game that's always in the back of my head. Um, I'm going to skip two completely because that you game hated that, right? I remember sucked. Um, yeah. But I really want to play number three. You see, so um, yeah. So I think I can play one, skip two, and then play three. So yeah, very nice. That's I also, great. I, I do want to get on it. Oh, I go, 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 go! I have one other thing to say. Um, I've also been because I'm on my I'm on my little JRPG kind of uh, quest here. So did you ever play? You played Fire Emblem Three Houses, right? No, that is oh, one man, that I haven't... On. I played the Three Emblem games on the DS and the 3DS, but I haven't played anything since. I've heard that Three Houses is very, very good, and there's the new one that's just come out, Fire Emblem Engage. Yes, yes. So um, I, I was kind of sitting there thinking, because I really liked Three Houses. I, I thought it was excellent. Um, and the, the main difference between Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses and Engage is that they basically dropped all of the social stuff. So you yeah, because that was quite new for that game. It wasn't really mm. in the previous ones either. And I quite liked it, if I'm honest with you. Um, and I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I quite enjoyed that bit where you go back to the school and you do all the random things and you like you get to know everyone. It's like this is all right. Um, and I really like the story. I like the characters. I, I, some of the characters are genuine legends. Like I, I, Fire Emblem Three Houses is one of my favourite Switch games. Right? I, I, I really, really like that game. And it's really infinitely replayable as well because you can play it as each of the three houses and the story is different every time. It's, it's really good. And, and obviously it has the, the gloriousness of like your tactical RPG, right? So you've got your mm -hmm. big grid and, you, and I, I love that shit because you're basically directing troops in battle and it's like, yeah, here we go. I'm, I'm down to clown, bro. Um, 
I was thinking about getting engaged and I found out that everyone fucking hates it. <laughs> it's, I haven't seen enough about it. I just know that it's well, just come out. Some people like it, of course they do, because it's that. But they've dropped all of the social stuff, and they've basically... I, I think there was a Fire Emblem game. I want to say something... Fates? I haven't played it. And it was like... A, there was. I, I want to say it was like a different writing team of sorts that wasn't very well received. And this game has kind of gone down that route. And I, I see a lot from a lot of fans that say that the writing, to quote, is ass. And... Uh, Disappointing. Yeah, and, and especially when it's like, you know, I struggle with that at the best of times. So it's got to be good to kind of get me involved. So I'm like, hmm. So I'm probably going to play. I'm going to, I'll see how I get on with Xenoblade. And if not, I might, I might crack out Fire Emblem for another go. Oh, worth a try. And let me know mm. how it goes. I am very mm. interested in that. Um, and Mr. Moles, the same three questions on to you. Uh, what have you been up to? What have you been watching? What have you been playing? And what have you been reading, if uh, any? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't read fiction. That's not for me. So, the only fiction I've been reading is the kids' bedtime stories. <laughs> what was the favourite? Um, but yeah, watching. Oh, just <laughs> there's all sorts. Every day is something different. But anyway, we won't go there. Um, watching. I'm still binging The Walking Dead. Still going. Um, it's slow. It's steady. It's good. It's also frustrating when they're standing twenty yards apart with machine guns and they're I was seeing like your messages were were fantastic. Where you were showing the photos, oh, pointing at the screen, it. and going, "Look, this is oh, it's so <laughs> frustrating." And yet, like, there's one character who can like pick off a walker four hundred yards away with a sniper rifle. It's like, <laughs> what is this? How, how are these armies fighting each other? But anyway, a lot of Walking Dead. Um, I watched the Knives Out films back to back the mysteries I, I literally went in blind to these everyone was raving about the new glass onion i was like okay i'm not even in the first one let's do this back to back and uh the first scene where daniel craig pops up with a southern accent i was like what the fuck is this about it's amazing <laughs> so I, hold on a minute <laughs> i was like this is now instantly grouped by attention even more and uh, so we did the film back to back big thumbs up to both of those yeah if people haven't seen them or you've seen the first and you're not having seen the glass onion do give it a watch great films i yeah, love I, I history completely agree the second one glass onion is i was going to say the second one glass onion is so funny and it's just so stupid and it knows it is and it loves it they, yeah they've ramped the comedy style up it's like the first one a little bit serious a few funny jokes here and there and then the second one's just it's comedy with a little hint of what's yeah. going on so yeah just watch it's good uh what have i been playing uh, i'm gonna rename myself to cheapskate gamer <laughs> because i've just been playing the freebies i haven't bought a game for a long time now i don't need to i'll pay a subscription i get some good content there we go so i'm currently battling my way through still even though it was last month's game mass effect trilogy um i'm on the final hurrah of me2 oh. Um, I haven't bothered with a lot of these loyalty missions, so a lot of my... This suicide mission is not going to go well for you. (laughs) It's a suicide mission for you. As long as I survive, I can move on to the third one, start again, because my character's crap, and then I'll just play through that one. There we go. And um, yeah, that's me. I'm I'm biding my time now for for RE4. It wouldn't be Grey Fox if we didn't talk about Resident Evil, so that's coming out in March. We also have Lightfall coming up, and there's been a few hints that we're going to be getting back on Destiny too. So let me just uh, let me just cut you. Let me let me just cut you out of the emails. Right. 
we got to um, we got to play it, aren't we? I don't know if this. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I've, I've been looking into this, mate. I've been looking because we're gonna get. We're, we're obviously gonna talk about the Avengers thing at some point, and I'm gonna talk about kind of my thoughts on that uh, view via my brief couple of attempts at that game. I have been. Ha- I've had niche moles. I've had niche recently that I can't. I can't quite scratch, and. Um, Good lord, I missed I missed the gunplay. I the gunplay of Destiny is so unbelievably satisfying. And the best thing is is that that well not the best thing, but I'm very intrigued about the fact they apparently have redone how a lot of systems work. Again. And I'm very no, but like as in it's vastly different, which is why it's quite exciting. Because like I've been I've been in the Destiny life cycle I think obviously quite some time now, and it always feels like new expansion comes out. I in it, all my stuff is now shit, and I've now just got to level up again. And it's like it gets a bit dull because it's like ah, uh, I'm intrigued to see what they do. Yeah, they have got to keep it fresh, but um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. But I, I am the more the closer it comes, the more I'm like I miss I miss my Destiny man. I miss it. I love Destiny. This, the, the thing we say, like, it's very much for us as well, um, a kind of co-op, jump on with your mates. And there's games that we've tried. We, I mean, we're trying to do it currently with Back for Blood, which is a freebie game. And we just haven't got around to doing it. But as soon as Lightfall comes out, one of us on a group chat is going to say, Destiny 2, I've bought it, it's on off, blah, blah, blah. And we're all going to jump in straight away. I will sit there and I'll go and I'll um and ah for about 20 minutes and go, shall I get it? Shall I not? Shall I get it? Shall I not? And they'll be like, oh, it's 30, 30 quid. Like, do I want to spend 30 quid? And then I'll be like, fuck it. <laughs> then, boy, then I'll boy. be like, boy, boys. And I'll watch the opening cinematic and I'll be like, I'm fucking in. And then what I'm all happening is because I haven't played it for a little while. I'll fire the gun or I'll get my bow, my glorious bow. And I'll see a couple of melons pop in the distance and I'll be like, I mean, here we go. Let's let's effing go, boys. And it, then it will be then it, then one by one the dominoes will fall. And before you know it, we're sat there doing our freaking, you know, we're doing our strikes and doing our stuff, and we're staying up until two in the morning trying to kill a boss. And it's like, here we go. Yeah, it is. But it comes out at the end. It's, it's end of is it February, the end of February. But then I think it's end of February. It's February. I'm writing that. I'm sure I'm writing that. But it's very soon. It's imminently soon. But that for me, Resident Evil oh, is February also the twenty eighth. That is literally and the last day of February. Yeah, it's late there. Yes. Oh. And it's gonna. I'm gonna be playing it for more than a couple of weeks. I see. <laughs> you don't need to like, overlap with the Resident. I'm gonna hold off. Is what we're saying. Okay. This is it. I'm gonna hold off. But what will happen is Mikey will go. Yeah, I've bought it. And then Flint will go, oh, yeah, I've got it. And then Woods will go, oh, yeah, I've got it. And then I'm going to be like, well, I've got to go. And then Hemming, you're going to see everyone saying, oh, yeah, I'm playing it. And there's a couple of people on it. Is it? This is the thing. Yeah, I know. Me, I know. Uh, this will so, be the so, first big DLC, I think, since you uh, snuck me a copy of Destiny 2 and said, yeah. here, try that one out. Uh, so maybe I will jump on, but have I don't you, know if have I'd have to ever, buy everything. Have you ever played Destiny before? I have. Uh, hilariously, you're going to love this. I have only played through the story. I have done like the first two games, played through the story mode, and then just not played them ever again. All right. So I, I, one thing I will say is that I've played through the story. I've played through the majority of Destiny 1 story, but bounced it after a By the a way, while. story in inverted yeah, commas. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Destiny 2, I have never played a co-op game that I've enjoyed more. 
I, I genuinely, it's, 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 it's just, That's it's best. proper fun. It's just proper, proper fun. And I thought, I reckon like, cause the gameplay is so damn good. Um, oh, I'm not arguing with that. It's co-op experience. Like when you play a co-op, it's just, ah oh, man, it's next, <clears throat> it's next level. If we can all get on and you can get on as well, Hemming. Ah oh, man, good times. Good times had by all. We but let, let's, try. let's reverse the question. Let's reverse the question. Mm. Mr. Hemming. What have, what have you been playing, watching Ooh. or reading? Well, that's very kind of you to ask. I've, I've not been reading a lot, to be honest with you, so I'll skip that as well. We need to drop that question. <laughs> I think that's mainly for when Flint gets his comic books out and he wants to talk about Batman some more. So we'll, we'll leave it there for Flint. Um, in terms of watching, I haven't watched a huge amount, but I did see the first episode of The Last of Us when it came out uh, last Monday. So it is... I've Well, the critics are already saying it's the best video game adaptation. And it's not a high bar to have to jump, but it is because it's actually bloody brilliant. It's not just passable good, it's actually bloody brilliant. So and I can't be happier. <laughs> Pe- Pe- what's his name? Pedro Pascal? Pedro Pascal. Uh, mm. Mr. Mandalorian himself. He's, never, he's, never, he's not starred in anything that's been under 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <Man's> <laughs> the a man is a hit maker. Banger so, after banger after banger. Exactly. Um, I, I, um, I have uh, me and Salud discussed watching it and uh, the, 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 the plan is we will watch it when everything is out so we can binge it that's the thing isn't it it's one of these shows that is quite rare nowadays where it is weekly episodic you have to wait for a while before you get to the next one so well the first episode was fantastic a great introduction a really high emotional point with uh, with sarah and how that all works out Spoilers for a 10-year-old game if you haven't played it yet. Um, But we'll see how the rest of the series goes. I will just say the casting seems great, and everybody so far is really putting in a great performance, so I cannot wait to see what they go with this. Second series could be fun, because a lot of people didn't like the story of The Last of Us 2, so we'll see what happens with that. I thought it was good, actually, personally speaking. Um, But in terms of what I've been playing, I gave myself a little challenge at the end of last year and said... I'm going to get 52 Platinums in 2023, one for each week of the year. I I may have gone a little overboard already because I'm already at seven for 2023 and we're only in in the third week. Um, But, you know, so we'll go through them just briefly. We'll briefly touch on them. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, that was an auto-pop. So I did it on PS4 a few years ago, just download the save, and it just gives me a trophy. That it doesn't, doesn't count. count. Exactly. That it doesn't, doesn't count. count. Uh, Why is that a thing? <laughs> for anyway. people like me. Um, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII, uh, I did that as well. Played that mainly over Christmas. It is a good game. A faithful remake of the PSP version, rather than Final Fantasy VII Remake, which took the word in a completely different direction. Uh, the next one was Code Vein, which is an anime Dark Souls from a few years ago that is quite a bit easier because you've got an AI partner with you the whole time. Uh, the worst part of that is you've got to grind out for a bunch of these tokens, which you can only do in one certain mode. So it took me nearly three years to get that platinum. But, you know, we get there eventually. <laughs> then we Jesus had a couple of, yeah yeah it, it happened i didn't do it all the time for three years just on and off come back to it every now and then uh then we had recently a couple more ps1 games were given trophies so i went and did those those were quite quick uh everybody's golf 2 
it's just a golf game. It's not great. Graphically, it's really bad. But, you know, it's a platinum. Yeah. Uh, Siphon Filter 3 as well, which I just finished off, which was very good. Uh, completed the whole trilogy. Shooting feels really weird before they figured out how to do dual analog controls. To, to just let you know how to shoot in this game, you press and hold L1, you then use the D-pad to move a little cursor, and then press square to shoot. That feels so wrong. <laughs> Sounds very odd. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how they did it back in the day. But for a good shooter, and for my 666th Platinum, I got Metal Hellsinger. Mate, I, I have either of you two seen this game or played this game? Yes. It's so, so good. The soundtrack alone is worth the price of entry because it's got some of the best metal singers around with this completely original soundtrack, and it's a rhythm game. So it's basically Doom, but you're shooting to the beat of the music. It's so good. Highly recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it, and was perfect for that 666. Had to go for that. I'm so happy this happened. <laughs> hey man, I plan these things out sometimes, all right. I see the numbers coming up and I'm like, I know what I need to do for that one. <laughs> yes, I'll just go buy a couple of jumping taco games so I can hey, have my triple six. You did not see a jumping taco in that list of games I just told you about. I avoid those and unless I need one to hit a target for the end of the year. But you're a machine. Absolute machine. But in, in terms of, quick question, in terms of these like PS1 classic games, to get the Platinum, do you literally just have to complete? For the most part, yes. So for Siphon Filter 3, it was literally just play through the game and then there was one trophy for killing someone with a knife, which you'd do at some point anyway. So these, these games probably, what, a couple of hours? We're talking, what, about a couple of hours maybe? Four, five hours, four hours at most. Six hours? Yeah, four, five hours at yeah. most. An afternoon. Yeah. Okay, so you can knock... Yeah, you can knock out a couple of Platinums in a, in a long day. <laughs> and the good thing as well, they've got the rewind function. So with Siphon Filter, back in the day, that would have actually been really brutally difficult because as soon as an enemy sees you, they just blast you to bits. So you can just rewind a few seconds, know that an enemy's going to be there, press L1, move the cursor to be where the head is, press square. <laughs> <sighs> it's ah, tedious, melon, but we, we Melon popping fun, oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. But hey, I think that uh, that probably gets us well well lubricated, as Flint likes to say. Uh, so on that note, I think the uh, the fox is in. Funky music apparently plays here. Moles better play funky music. It won't be, <laughs> not for you. Cheers, mate. It will for my intro. Ah, lovely, fantastic. Nah, I'll just leave it. I'll leave it flat. Well, let's let's go into the news, shall we? And as we've already alluded to in the news, the big breaking news. I believe it was yesterday at time of recording. Marvel's Avengers. We hardly knew ye. Three years on. Well, two and a bit years on from release. They have announced that they are ending support for the game. There will be a last content patch coming sometime in March, I believe they said. But then as of September, that's it. There will be no more support whatsoever for the game. No more fixes, no nothing. It won't even be able to be purchased digitally. They're taking it off all the digital stores as of that date. Are we surprised at all by this? Um, I'm I'm surprised that a company could get it so wrong. 
it is a license to print money, you'd think. You look at Marvel Snap, you do it right, and that IP will make you bank. Yeah, it really will. And they... Um they just they just did it all wrong. Every I think every kind of thing they did, it just felt like misstep after misstep after misstep to the point where I think you had Flint like, oh, the Black Panther thing is quite good. It's <laughs> like, um, I couldn't care less, bro. I really no, couldn't cause care because that less. was nearly a year after the game came out that they finally released the one big decent DLC. Mm. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> and then there was the Spider-Man DLC as well, which wasn't... Only exclusive to PlayStation, though. So anybody playing it on another console did not get that experience. They had to wait a few more months to get something else. I mean, it was off to a rocky start. When when the game came out, the first patch, within about uh, a couple of weeks, I think, fixed over a thousand issues. When you've got that, I mean, you're off to a terrible, terrible start. I now never trust any game that comes out with a roadmap. If any game goes, we're going to support it for this length of time, and this is what we're going to do here, here, and here. No, I'm not. I'm not buying it, mate. I'm just not buying it. No, I, I, I think what the big one of the because um, I was hyped for it, man. I mean, I well, okay. I, let me let me backtrack. When I first heard about it, Destiny, but mm. Marvel, I was like, well. Well, well, shiver me timbers. <laughs> uh, that sounds right up my street. Because obviously, I'm, 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 I'm a Marvel fanboy, right? G- give me, give me, give me that comic book action. And obviously, my love of, I, I love, I love a good old gas, right? Give me them game. I don't, I have no issue with it, right? I'm a Diablo fan for Christ's sake. Like I love games where I can just log on, do my stuff, come back, and every now and again I get better. You know what I mean? I, and new content comes out here and there, but I'm predominantly the same dude I am the entire... I, I, have, I have no issue with this stuff. Uh, this is a, It's a nice... And again, like there are so many people, I think, in my situation that don't, by the end of the day, do not have the brain power to, or the energy to engage with a big, complicated video game. Do you know what I mean? And it's just nice to go on, play some rewarding gameplay, Get the numbers go higher, everyone's happy. You know, I'm not saying mm. that's the pinnacle of gaming, but I'm saying when you have a destiny and the actual gameplay's fun, it's you know it doesn't matter that it's actually it's just numbers going up. You know that, that doesn't really matter so much because the experience with your pals doing it is fun. With Marvel, man, I played that beta that came out, and <laughs> like I bounced out of it. Like I started it. It wasn't it good. Was just like, it wasn't good. What is this? This is really like it was just boring, and I feel like when you're the when you when you're that when you're that when you're the fucking Avengers, it shouldn't be boring, okay? It should not be boring. At any point, should you be bored being Thor? You know, it should not be boring being the Incredible Hulk. These are not boring people. Yet I am bored playing this game, and there there are there are some strange decisions made in this game. By all accounts, and again, I haven't played a great deal of it. I've played enough to know that I don't like it. And the, I, from, from my understanding, there's only like, there's not even many bosses in it. Like, what, what's Marvel known for? Like, heroes and villains. There's some really iconic villains. And like, I was reading... With yesterday. interesting powers and gimmicks, yeah. Precisely. I was reading uh, yesterday and I saw another person um, comment on it today that literally there's like three bosses in the game and one of them is the Taskmaster that was in the beta, which was a really boring fight that frustrated me as I played it, as I played it. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound good. And I remember like, so like, that's annoying. The gameplay itself is dull. 
like really, yes. really dull. The story, the storytelling. And again, you've got a rich tapestry of history to, to pull from, from comic books, right? You've got some of the coolest storylines ever. Yeah. When I was playing it, it was just, oh, I'm beating up some robots. That is 99% of the game I've heard. Just yeah, and beating it's like, up robots. Here are some more robots. And it's like, oh, well, that's fun. And it's like narrow corridors, very linear, very boring. And the, which again is like, oh, okay. But the, the biggest nail, the, I would suggest the biggest problem they had, and I think it was well documented at the time of release, what in the holy buggery is the art style about? <laughs> what, you mean the sort of cosplay, the cosplay characters? They look like they've tried to dress up as their favorite Marvel hero. Yeah, like, so I look at it and I think, right, I understand, right, that, you know, you're not going to be, um, you're not going to get Tony Stark's likeness because it's not... Downey just, Jr. is going to ask for a lot of money for that. I mean, I mean, I mean sorry, Downey <laughs> Jr., uh, Robert Downey Jr., you're not, not going to get his likeness. Right? I get it, right? The, uh, the Avengers films have an all-star freaking cast. It ain't, it ain't happening, right? It ain't happening. But what you then do is you then go in a direction with your art style where you don't think about that. I mentioned at the time that Marvel Armor Alliance 3, which was not a great game. It's, it's, it's a popcorn, easy to play game, but their art style is amazing. And not once do I think, huh, that's not Robert Downey Jr. I just think, cool, I'm Iron Man, which is a massive, massive yep. difference. And there's a similar thing with the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, the main dude in yes. that is like, that ain't Chris Pratt. And he's trying to be Chris Pratt and it's irritating me because I played that as well. And I was like, this is irritating. And I just come away from it going, that's not Batista. I would actually say that on to just a little touch on the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think the guy that did Drax wasn't trying to be Batista. So that ended up working for me in the end because I was like, oh, this is actually a completely different take on this character. So I'm fine with it. But in Marvel's Avengers, it's not. These are basically the same characters from the movies playing in a similar way to the characters from the movies and looking weirdly like they might be them if you squint yeah just to butt in how do you mess up certain superheroes when they wear masks or helmets (laughs) iron man just don't show his face that would work captain america he wears half of most most of his face is covered by a mask. It's the, uh, it, it's the, it's the personalities as well. Like when I'm playing... Well, don't when, try and be what they're not. I, so I said, I, I downloaded the game today because I was like, right, and this is the only time I'll ever play it because I'm like, right, it ends in September in terms of multiplayer action. You can still play it single player if you want. If you own the game, you can go on. You can, you can actually still play multiplayer after September, believe it or not. So the, they're going to keep the servers open. But it's the, just, live, if the you, events and stuff aren't happening. Yes, all of that's right, going right. to be gone. So and and one in a surprising move, they're making all the DLC and stuff free, which is fantastic. So, That's the one positive point I will say to this. Well done. They will give everything that was ever chargeable for money. It is all for free, and everyone gets it. Yeah, because that was the other big thing about the game that was very egregious when it came to uh, the 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 sheer amount of microtransactions. And from what I understand as well, they launched the game. And then a short while afterwards, patched it to make progression harder. 
So yes. to, to force yes. you down the microtransaction route to progress quicker. And so they, they purposely slowed progression to piss people off so they would pay money. And it's like... Yeah, this it, is this is all part of the, the terrible PR that they got. Because before the game came out, they said they will never put anything as a microtransaction, as a, mm-hmm. as a pay-to-win to help with progression. And then they, they nerfed the XP and put XP boosts into the store for you to buy. And suddenly there was a massive backlash. So this yeah. this game was just terribly managed I mean, from the get-go. Chris, uh, Square Enix lost $200 million <laughs> on these two Marvel games, Guardians of the Galaxy and Marvel's Avengers. It has cost them $200 million. And bear in mind that this is the Marvel IP and you've gone and lost $200 million. This goes down in my head as one of the biggest... Um, just one of the biggest screw-ups in in video game history because they had a license to print money here. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember the hype that happened when they first did the trailer? Because we oh, were in the midst insane. of... We were in the midst of Endgame and all that lot and it was like, the, 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 this is, ama- is going to be amazing. And it's just... I can't believe they got it so wrong. Well, there, there was talk of, you know, new characters coming out every month or two. You'd have an extra character to play with or a brand new story. Obviously, that never happened, but that was all part of the hype that was building up for it. <sighs> yeah, it's just, it's a waste. And I'm, I'm a bit sad that Flint isn't here to defend it in some way. Sorry, Flint. Maybe next time you can, you can leave a little comment and say what you think. But... You have a footnote. <laughs> do, you know do, you know, do you know who the real loser is in this? Go. Do you ever play Marvel Heroes? I did, yeah. Yeah, that game was awesome. That game was genuinely awesome. It was, it was Diablo but Marvel, and it was awesome. And they sacked that off for this. They shut that game down for this. You know, if you go on any, you go on any Marvel forum and they talk about that, that game is loved, beloved. People miss it so much. And oh, they shut go. that game down for this. And it's like, I, I am curious to see what, the next thing is because there is absolutely a space out there for a marvel game that in the st- like because again as you mentioned marvel snap has done it is the the the, the, the game blueprint it's, yeah. the, it's the blueprint for this don't don't go in like and the thing is marvel snap is doing that thing where they are i think they are there is a lot of disgruntled players with it because with Marvel Snap, they release a bunch of new cards and it's impossible to get these cards, right? Like, you'll get a lot of these, like, season five cards now and it's like, they're impossible for 99% of the player base to get because you have to just be outrageously lucky. And it's like, so they are... There is questions about progression there with that, but the actual gameplay is fun. I played the, um, the training mission in uh, Marvel Avengers today, this morning, right, as Iron Man. And I was like... <sighs> So I've got a light attack that I can mash. I've got a heavy attack, which I can mash. I've got a a, a ranged attack, which I can hit, which I can charge up, sorry. I've got a circle, which I can dodge. Another circle, which I can vault. And I can fly. That's it. But it sounds like there's loads of things there, doesn't it? I've said a lot of things there, and it's... When I, even when I got his uni beam out, right, his big like chest fucking here's my giant penis. It was just like, oh, there's a that's happening now, and uh, yeah, but it's just uh, I've killed an enemy, and my my face. I didn't at one point go awesome. It was just 
Hmm. This is absolutely happening. <laughs> like, yeah, that's... So you've uninstalled that one. Yeah, it's still there, mate. It's still there. Uh, the, annoying thing, bro, the annoying thing was, right, is that I, was, uh, I went onto the character select. I was like, right, I want to be Spider-Man. Yeah? I, I love Spider-Man. Give me some Spider-Man. So I started the game up. I had to sit through excruciatingly long cutscenes, which, it, which I, 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 I finally found the skip button. The loading times are absolutely obscene, by the way. As well. Oh, they're, they're terrible. Yeah. God. My God, I thought it had crashed at one point. I was like, oh, okay. oh no, this is this has also been patched as well, so it's better than it was. How? And, uh, well, <laughs> right. So, and I got to the war table, and it said, "Oh, you have to. You, you, if you were looking for Spider Man, he's over here." And I was like, "All oh, right." So they know. Fair enough. They've preempted why I'm here. <laughs> right. They've they've get, they've popped up with a message saying, "Ah, uh, you probably want <laughs> Spider Man, and uh, he's not here. So you have to go over here." And I've gone over there. I can't find the bastard. So I was like, "Right, I don't know how to get Spider Man." His face is a, there's a symbol of him on the map. I've got the Spider Man mask on the map that I don't know what to do with. So it's like it's I have another teasing go. you. <laughs> it's just teasing me. But the um, I remember. I do remember. I played the beta when it came out. And then when they, they released it as a, um, I think they did like a trial, like a free trial for like a, a month or something like that. Yeah, the, it was early access. So it was released no, before no, no, the no. game came out to try no, to play this as. Was, this was after. It had been out for a little oh. while. Flint had already been playing it. And I gave it another go. I don't know if it was one of the PS Plus monthly games before the new system came out. But if there was definitely... Yeah, it was a streaming It was a streaming service. No, it wasn't a streaming thing. There was... Definitely. There may option. have been like a ten-hour demo or something that it was, you could, I you think could it do was something, something like, like that. that for like a weekend or something. Mm. I downloaded it and I'm like, right, here's my second go because I love Marvel that damn much. And I booted it up and I saw all the characters and I was like, okay, there's a few characters here. No one's going to play as that one, but whatever. And I pressed go. It hooked me into the game and it blue screened to death me. And I went, are you effing kidding me? And I just deleted it. And Flint was like, are you on yet? I'm on. And I'm like, (laughs) it's already been deleted, my friend, uh, because I've got blue screen to death and I refuse to be treated in that way. (laughs) I I think that's a lovely point to end on our Marvel's Avengers chat there because that is actually how they went out as well. They put the announcement up on their website and their website broke immediately so nobody could read the announcement. Just perfect. You couldn't put it any other way to describe how this game has gone. <laughs> there, there, is a, there is a quote, and uh, Mikey might have to uh, jump in on this one. It's, you had a chance and you blew it. Yeah. Yeah, yep. they did indeed. But I mean, it's, it's Square Enix... As you mentioned earlier, Square Enix were involved in this game, and they've been just shutting down live services all over the shop. I think this is going to be their fourth or fifth live service that they've shut down in the last few months. They are just having a cull right now. Uh, There was Babylon's Fall, uh, Chocobo GP, and Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier, all just been killed, and they all only came out in January last year. What the hell so was it, Final Fantasy VII The Lost Soldier? Uh, the First Soldier, that was a mobile oh. game. It was like a Battle Royale Final Fantasy VII game that I only learned about when they said it was being cancelled. Ah. So that tells you all I need to know about that one. Uh, but speaking of things that have come to an end, we, we, we did touch on it on the last episode, I feel, but Google Stadia officially shut its doors on the 18th of January this year. Rest in peace. Uh but there was a bit of good news that came from it. Red Dead Redemption, 
did allow everybody who played the game to transfer their saves over to other platforms, which is very nice. And the big news that came out, I say big news because it just shocked me, was there was a Red Dead Redemption player on Google Stadia who'd put in over 6,000 hours into the game using Google Stadia, and he was allowed to transfer his stuff over and got a big goodie bag of stuff from Rockstar. Which I just think that's a nice that's a nice little feel-good story, a palate cleanser, shall we say, after the Marvel's Avengers news there. Nice. That's a nice little tasty one. Nice. Uh, but, and sadly... And what they don't tell you is that 4,000 of those hours was watching the animation for John Marsden... No, that's not his name. Who was his name? No, Arthur. Arthur Morgan. Arthur, <laughs> Arthur Morgan. That's the wrong guy. It's, uh, yeah, 4,000 of those hours was watching Arthur Morgan open up drawers and find things. <laughs> and skin yeah. animals and with those really lengthy, and, detailed animations. And brush his horse. <laughs> it, it's bad when you're playing it on a console, but Stadia's lag is probably opening a drawer. It probably took him like 10 minutes to open the drawer with the lag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these animations, they're going to complete for another four hours. He had a, he had a lovely time, I'm sure. Uh, but to go to... Some slightly uh, interesting news on the Microsoft front, in news in Microsoft land. Now, we're not exactly huge Microsoft people here. We don't, I don't think any of us actually own an Xbox, or at least a new Xbox. But we do want everybody to succeed. We want everything to go well. Now, they tried to buy Activision Blizzard one year ago for $69 billion. And it still hasn't gone through yet. It's actually still in limbo for reasons of the courts. The Federal Trade Commission have actually put in a lawsuit to try to block Microsoft from buying Activision Blizzard, saying that it's going to harm competition. What what do we think on this? Is it going to be harmful for them to buy it? I know we've spoken a little bit on it, but this is still dragging on a year later. Um, it's a it's a strange one because isn't it isn't it Google and Nvidia they 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 they, um, they echoed Sony in expressing their concerns uh, yes. about the deal right that's that's the kind there's of there's quite a few businesses that have and uh, like I said the Federal Trade Commission aren't happy and uh, the European Commission aren't happy with it either so it's uh, it's in a bit of a sticky situation. Mm. It's all to do with monopolies as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like just the the power behind what the business would become, um, in, in terms of kind of just in terms of revenues and users, numbers, and just the sheer scale of it. And it, that's probably one of the reasons why it's been dragging on so long as well. Can you imagine all the bureaucracy and paperwork they've got to go through, and all the accounts? You know, this isn't a five minute. I'll oh, just sign a check. There you go. This is, you know, going to take years if it goes through, mm. let's face it. So, so far, you've had uh, Chile, or as Woods would say, Chile, uh, Brazil, <laughs> Saudi Arabia, and Serbia have approved Microsoft's acquisition of, um, of, acquisition of Activision Blizzard so far. Uh, the next major deadline is the European Commission's verdict, which is due on March or by the March 23rd, right? So, in terms of how we feel about it... Um, I don't really care if I'm honest. Um, I, I like, uh, you know, like I, I don't think I, I keep hearing from from Microsoft that that they're they're going to be bringing out some really good games soon. And well, I think you may be preempting in a way my my next little bit of news here, talking oh, about games from Microsoft. 
So sadly, it's the uh, time of year where businesses sort of have a look at what's going on. Microsoft have recently just cut 10,000 jobs, a lot of them from the gaming division. They've chopped people from Bethesda, who are still planning on releasing Starfield in the first half of this year. We will see if that happens. But apparently the biggest and hardest hit company out of all of the different gaming side of things is 343 Industries, who are the people who are developing Halo. The, the flagship series for Xbox had over a third of the workforce cut from this. And obviously our hearts go out to everybody affected and we, we really hope yeah. that they get into jobs sooner rather than later because they're going to be very, very talented people. But that's going to have a massive impact on them putting out quality games and soon, which they need to do as they're lagging behind PlayStation dramatically in that aspect at the moment. Well, and this is why I think they're so desperate for the Activision Blizzard sale to go through, right? Well, the acquisition to go through, because again, so in terms of the in terms of the um, just the raw video games that would then be under the uh, Microsoft banner, it would be Call of Duty, mm -hmm. and I then would very much assume the World of Warcrafts, the Diablos, the Overwatch, Overwatch, yep, the Hearthstones. Um, where else is under Activision? Oh, gosh, Activision has a lot of IPs that they don't really do a lot with. They're primarily Call of Duty now. That seems mm. to be primarily what they do. Um, they've got Titanfall, I think, is still them. Uh, but oh. they don't really do anything with that. That game was awesome, though. <laughs> it was fantastic, but they just don't do anything with it. Um, but like you say, they'll have a huge amount. And with Bethesda already under their wings, they've got the mm. Elder Scrolls series. They've got id Software, so they could have, like, Doom... They've got a lot that they can play with. I mean, if you if you asked me, uh, who are you taking? Like, if you if you were asking me, like, if you were a video game, if you were mm. a a manufacturer of consoles and you were looking for some exclusivity, like, or you wanted to kind of start buying some studios, you're not going to go farther than this, really. You like hook up Bethesda no. because the day they release Skyrim six five, where the next one is, the day they release yes, the next Skyrim is the next time they print unlimited money because. Everyone wants that bloody game and they seem to be allergic to printing money. Um, and then you take on, and then you also go, right, and then right. So we've got, in terms of single player, bingo, bango, bongo, Bethesda are the dudes, right? They've had some misses with the fallouts and, you know, all that kind of stuff, but they're the guys. Who else are we going to get? All right, so what's the biggest MMO? All right, it's World of Warcraft slash Final Fantasy, but we'll go World of Warcraft. Okay, what's the biggest card game? Okay, Hearthstone. Okay, well, maybe yep. Marvel Snap these days, but Hearthstone. Okay, what's the biggest action RPG and it's got a huge game coming out like this year? Oh, Diablo. Like, what, what, Overwatch, which they have also kind of screwed up with Overwatch 2, to be fair. But yeah. these are valuable things that are all under that control. And then you go, right, what's the biggest multiplayer shooter in the world? Call of Freaking Duty. All they need is EA and they've done it. Oh, they need but this is the thing. This is why there's the whole complaints about it, because is it creating monopoly? Do they have too much? That's well, what depends. people are arguing. Well, this goes down the thing, right? Because it depends what they do with them. It depends what they do with the with the with these IPs. If they restrict it to be Microsoft only, then I do agree. That's not that is not um it's not fair in my head. It does that 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 shouldn't be right. I understand like with Sony, 
they obviously have a lot of exclusive things that they do but they do they've they've done it themselves they haven't gone and taken fifa and gone you're now ours only only ours it's yo here's a new game that is made for sony that's made for playstation Mm -hmm. it's not i'm going to take that thing that you already love and by the way the only way you can now play the next one is over here that's not and that style of working is i'm not a fan of that at all to be frank i think that's a pretty shady and it it smacks of me of microsoft going we have effed this over the last several years um since the (laughs) uh yeah the the ps4 era really really stomped us hard and we don't know how to get out of it because the last forza doesn't sell like the gang but like doesn't sell gangbusters um gears of war is 2005 era you know that that those people that like that game don't exist anymore and <laughs> um that they they they've systematically been ruining halo since number two or three you know what i mean so like well once once bungie jump ship yeah yeah exactly and the they don't know how to make a hit they just don't. They don't have a clue how to make a hit. And their only response is to go, ah, let's take some existing hits and turn them into our hits. And it's like, that's fine, but I remember what you did to Rare. Oh, God. Yeah, the less said about that, the better, to be honest, because they, uh, they did them bad. I think they're still making Connect games. Actually. Where's my banjo? Uh, <laughs> Where's banjo three? Yeah? It's, it's not going to happen, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm uh, so sorry. You've got ukulele instead. It sucks. <laughs> it, it's not great. It's not great. But hey, we'll see where the Halo series goes, where Microsoft goes in general in the coming months. Because as you say, there's a few big deadlines coming up with this merger. We'll see if it actually Didn't, goes ahead. I read something with uh, with uh, Halo. Now, I, I don't know the actual ins and outs, but obviously, like, what's one thing people want from Halo? The main thing people really want. Local freaking multiplayer. It's like yeah, the screen. ultimate yeah, split screen. It's what people want. And they said they were going to do it. Am I right in saying they've backed out of it now? They're like, oh, yeah, we don't have the resources to do it anymore. I'm afraid I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me. As I say, with massive cuts from 343, it wouldn't surprise me if they have done that. Because uh, there's also talk even of 343 being pulled off the series now. We'll see what happens with that. Yes. So Halo Infinite. They, so with Halo Infinite, they were going. They they planned to do split screen campaign, and they but they they pulled out of it last year. They were like, oh yeah, we can't do that anymore. Like, you already launched the, the damn one. Game. Uh, it was like the big selling point for it. Everybody gets around the TV and plays some Halo. You know. Yeah. I know we've moved more to online games now, but that was. It can't be that hard for them to have put into the game. You'd think. Surely You'd technology so. that you could have done on the N64, you can still do now with the power of the Xbox Series X. The, the big thing for me with Microsoft, um, the biggest thing is uh, it, it's going to this Starfield game, man. Because we weren't impressed by it. We were not impressed by <laughs> not it. Not at all. We no. saw. And like the premise of it is like, okay, I get to basically have... Bethesda level writing, which can be, which can fluctuate from pretty good to wildly horrible, and 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 on a good day in the strange and and, and odd category, which is which was what I prefer to be honest with you. That, that I'm all about that kind of stuff. Um, but the, the 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 thought of doing that, but with with infinite planets or loads like, and going in a in a, in a in a ship and like Skyrim in space. That sounds awesome. What they what they showed to me was a, not that at all. It just 
was it was janky as all heck. Like the shooting looked really crap. The Horrible. the visuals didn't look that impressive. It looks like a game which has been worked on for nearly ten years, which is exactly what it is. It's yeah. had gone through a lot of different iterations. A lot of people have worked on it, and well, I just hope it sees the light of day and people get it and enjoy it because that's what we're all about. We want people to have fun with these things. I just worry that it's going to be eh, meh. Really, is all I can think. Yeah. This is this is what I feel like with game games where the the size of the game is just too big. Okay, you've got open world, great. You've got boundaries to open world games and then you have expansion packs or DLCs that follow later on. If Starfield's coming, if they're pitching up and saying, oh, yeah, you know, we've got unlimited amounts of planets you can go to or you know, some stupid number. It's like, well, it's like buying one litre pot of paint and trying to paint the whole of your house. You're going to have to spread it so thin the quality is going to be crap. Great analogy there. Whereas if you just need to paint a little bench colour shines bright <laughs> stick to your boundaries I like that that's what I think if you want to make a really good quality game just don't make it too big no there's and no need not, people if you are going to make it big that. if you're going to make it big make it big follow on make it you know like you, know, you hate saying roadmaps but you know we've got a DLC coming next year and then if that does well we'll have another one and you just the last thing you have your online like service games like that. The last thing you want is a big open world with nothing in it. That's it. That's it. That's what that's what I'm worried about with Starfield. Uh, well, let's see what happens. If it sees the light of day, we, we may give it a go. We'll have to crack out the PC and give it a try. Uh, but as I say, it's, a, it's an if at this point. Fingers crossed. Uh, to move over to the PlayStation side of things to a topic that I know that we all, it's near and dear to all of our hearts, uh, PlayStation VR. The VR 2 is coming out next month, and they've announced their release lineup. Anybody interested, excited after seeing the lineup? Shall I tell you about the big games that are coming for it? What's the lineup? Beat Beat Saber's back. What's the big games? Well, Beat Saber's on it. In fact, uh, 30 games have been announced for the uh, release month, the release window that they're calling it. The big ones, the marquee titles, are Resident Evil 8 is getting uh, the upgrade, Village, and Horizon Call of the Mountain. Those are the, the big flagship ones. The other 28 seem to primarily be old VR games that are just getting a, a slight upgrade. So Tetris Effect, Res Infinite, like you say, Beat Saber. Is the, the Iron Man game? Is Skyrim coming back? I know you could do that. No, not yet. Not Snow. <laughs> they, they've got to wait a few years before they can release that one again on that console. Uh, any any interest at all? Anything? That's too expensive. No. no. Yeah, I think we, we're just going to be going over the same ground That's here. It's more than the console. Yeah, it's more than the console. It's just not accessible. No. If, you, if you want... If you want to sell units and, and build excitement and keep the thing alive, you need to get it in people's homes. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I just looked to see what the reviews of these games are going to be, but nothing so far has ever been close to being a system seller for me in any of these VR games. Can I, can I, can I do um, VR but sitting down? Yes, some games. Yeah, I like so. if, I, if, I, if I stuck a headset on and sat on my couch... 
Can I move with a, with a regular Joy-Con, not a regular DualShock? What, what is it called these days? Is it called a DualShock still? Or is it? Uh, the DualSense, I think it Dual is. DualSense. If I have a DualSense in my hand and that controls movement and the only VR interaction is me looking like this, like look, moving around my head. So, yeah, there are some games where you can do that. Then there's others where you need to have the old PlayStation Move dongles. I don't know what no, you call the, them, the, magic the, wands. The, the shining dildos of glory. Yes, the, the shining dildos of glory uh, that light up lovely different colours in the end for your pleasure. You've got those. You can use them as well as they've got like a D-pad on one of them. Um, yeah, you can do quite a few sat down, but most of them will require the silly little handset things, yeah. sadly. I'm just interested why you ask a question, Mike, because all you're really doing is is turning the right thumbstick into you moving your head around instead. Yeah, but that would that would increase immersion, I'm sure. Like if I am Well yes. You know, if I, well you could sit really close to the T V, turn the lights off and get some good surround sound. It's a lot cheaper. That's true. <laughs> He's not wrong, is he? Look, I'm if you like the only way I'm ever gonna be interested in VR is if I can do it the lazy boy way. In a lazy boy. Oh, Yes. Like if I if Feet I can up. if I can do it sitting down so I don't have to move around like a twat in my living room, then yeah. I don't think VR's for you, Mike. I did that with Beat Saber. You can sit down in a chair with Beat Saber, you got the little ones thing and you just you're basically playing the drums and stuff. It's great. Right, okay. Um oh actually no, I've just realised there are some levels where you have to duck. So you have to be stood up to then duck your like, head. Great, down. at a party, man. At a party I'm down for it. But <laughs> Uh, if I'm if if it's you know a Tuesday evening and I'm on my own, I just feel like an idiot. Like, yep. I, I would sit there, I would sit there and think to myself, can I be bothered to do it? And nine times out of ten, the answer would be, I can't be bothered, mate. No, and it, like we say, the price point is just so obstructive. It's so restrictive. I again, as a lot of this, wait and see what happens. But I got no interest in it and i don't think any of us are going to be getting a vr2 anytime soon to be able to try it out hands-on um so the next little bits that i've got are a couple of uh news updates on a few games uh one game that i also don't think will ever see the light of day skull and bones which we've spoke about it's been delayed again so i'm going to just give you a brief timeline of the game which was originally meant to be a DLC for Assassin's Creed Black Flag way back in 2013. And then they changed it to be its own thing, was going to be an MMO pirate game, was scheduled to come out in 2018, then 2019, then 2020, then sometime 21, 22, and etc. It was going to be March 2023. It's now at some point in 23 slash 24 uh, have we lost just all interest in this game as lost? Because I, I was slightly interested in it when I first heard it. I like the ship play in the Assassin's Creed games. But this is just... This is dead in the water. The, I mean... I want to play a pirate ship game and plunder the seas. I just want to play Pirates of the Caribbean. If Captain Jack Sparrow and Barbosa is not in this game, I'm not interested. Sorry. <laughs> Quick, call I, it Ubisoft. I... I very much feel like this game ain't happening, mate. They've they've it's taken not. it off. They've taken it off the PSN store, and they've they're all they're doing auto refunds now. That says to me, game is gone. It's going the way of uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two, where they will just quietly never speak of it again, mm. which is a real shame for some people, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. 
Um, the other game that I wanted to just briefly touch on was Forspoken. So this is one of those games that, as Mikey said, is a brand new IP coming out exclusive for the PS5. And uh, there was a demo that came out last month. Everyone, I will go back, everyone was very, very excited when they saw the original trailer. Because graphically, it looked incredible. There was a lot of great particle effects. It, it looked really, really good. Then the demo came out. Oh, no, Mikey doesn't agree with my uh, assessment. No, no, I, I have no idea what this game's about. What's it about? <laughs> so it is a teen girl who ends up being zapped into a magical world, and then she has lots of magical powers, and it's meant to be sort of an open-world action beat-em-up style game, but with magic. That's all we, we know so far. Uh, a demo came out last month, I think it was, and it seems to be very Marmite. People either loved it, or hated it. I've not really heard anybody that just went, eh, it's all right. It was a lot of, this is brilliant, I love the combat, or this looks awful and is nothing like what we were suggested it was going to be. It comes out in three days' time. Reviews haven't been released yet. Review codes are not being released. At least not as many as you would think would be coming out for a big-budget, heavily-marketed PlayStation 5 exclusive. I've got a bad feeling about this one, boys. Uh, what do you think? The last game I remember where review codes didn't go out was WWDK, WWE 2K20. And there was a... Oh, yeah, the, it. it was a rousing success, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. A rousing success. Uh, there's a, <laughs> dude, you've hit the nail on the head. Uh, review, codes, review codes aren't going out. Uh, Muck red flag. That means Massive. that we have no faith in this game. And we are going to hope that no one reviews it until after the first several patches that we managed to ship out the door in doubly quick time. I have not heard anybody yet say when the review embargo is. So few people have got codes that nobody knows when the embargo is. So we don't even know when we're going to get a review. I, I've got a horrible feeling it's going to be one of those games where the embargo is after release date, as in or day of release. So anybody that's pre-ordered doesn't even have a chance to be warned about what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> Bang, midnight. Yeah. That's where it'll be. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. It feels like it's been a bit of a, a bit of a downer with some of the news that we've been talking about today. Uh, that's actually all that I had on my docket of news for today. Do you have anything that you would like to bring to the table, Michael? I have, I have two things I would like to bring to the table. Please do. The first one is a serious story. The second one is not a serious story. The first one I wanted to talk you through, because um, as we're in, we're in January, right? We are. We're in a new year. That is a, that is a fact. There are games to look forward to, yeah? Ooh, Dead Space is coming out. Looking forward right. to that. So uh, IGN readers, uh, how they voted on their most anticipated games of 2023. Would you like their top 10 Ooh, yeah, go on then. Are we, Love it. Do we do it in reverse order, 10 oh, to 1? We'll, we'll go reverse order, okay? Let's go. So in, in 10, uh, we have Diablo 4. Yeah, all right. I am very much looking forward to this, okay? I, I, I love Diablo. It's, you know, put that in my veins forever. Uh, <laughs> at number 9, we have Assassin's Creed Mirage. Now, okay. As the, as the as one of our resident Ass Creed fans, what, what are you looking forward to this one? I am looking forward to this one because it is going back to the old style of Assassin's Creed rather than the massive 
massive, massive open-world RPGs. It's a more focused assassin game, which I'm looking forward to. Which I think, actually, I would like more, to be honest. Um, instead of Markersville, you know, which is just no fun. Um, yeah. Number eight, we've got the Dead Space remake. Yeah, as I just said, I am more than hyped for that. I've already got it pre-ordered. I just hope it doesn't let me down like Callisto Protocol did, but I, I, I am very hopeful. Nice. When's it out? I uh, believe it's the 27th of January, so in a week's time. Nice, because I saw some screenshots. I saw some comparisons of like um, uh, scenes from the old game and then what that looks like in the new game the other day. And it looks mm. pretty. It looks pretty good. Man. I mean, for a PS3 game, the original holds up really well. In yeah. fairness to it, yeah, um, yeah, it looks all right. Number seven uh, for this pod, it's perfect. Uh, the Resident Evil Four remake. Oh. Mr. Marvel's number seven. Are you, are you excited, Mr. Marvel? Are you excited? <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit low down the list for my liking. Let me get this straight. I think that Resident would be Evil... the pods number one, right? <laughs> was was Resident Evil 4 yeah. the one where you could play it two-player? Uh, no, that was Resident Evil 5. What was 4 then? 4, four was the first what, over the shoulder. Right. It was on the GameCube initially. The groundbreaking. Yeah, it's the one that's, that's it, not yeah. actually zombies, but it's the uh, the parasites. And, and it was good, yeah? It was. It is seen as one of the best in the genre of all time. Okay. Uh, along with Silent Hill 2, right? Indeed, yes. Yeah, okay. Look at that. Hey? Hey? Wasn't expecting that from you, were you? I like it. Hey? Does, that lead, does that lead you on to the next one? Uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, the next one we've got is Final Fantasy 16 at number six. Yep, I'm looking forward to that too. I am um, curious. That's as much as I'll say. I'm more, I'm more, I'm more intrigued than I was when I saw the initial trailer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Number five, we have Hogwarts Legacy. I'm, 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 I'm like super duper mega hyped for this bad boy, mate. This is, this is going to be great. This is, what I've, this is what I've dreamed of since I was 12. What are you on about? I've never read a Harry Potter book. I have never watched an entire Harry Potter film. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I, 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 you know, obviously let's, you know, let's just, let's not discuss J.K. Rowling's views on anything, but the, the law of Harry Potter and the world that was created is genuinely phenomenal. And this, this feels like the game that, as I said, I've wanted since I was 11, 12 years old. So I, I hope it is for you. I very, really hope it is. I'm very excited by it. And uh, I'm very curious to see how it does. Uh, number four, we do have uh, a game we talked about in Starfield. It's not coming out. I mean, is this the most anticipated game for 2026? Um, <laughs> how is it so high up the list? Because it'll, it's probably been in the top 10 for the last five years of people yeah. wanting it. <laughs> um, so number number, can you guess what number three is? Can you get like, guess? Get what? Okay, what is your? Bear in mind we've not what we've heard so far. What are your top three out of the ones that you haven't heard so far? Of the ones that I haven't heard so far, I'm going to have to look it up because I've got to be honest with you. They've named most of the ones that I'm really hyped for already in this list. Because uh, Dead Space, Final Fantasy, and Resident Evil would probably be my top three most anticipated for this year. Um. I'm going to have to have well, a, a look at a list here. Shall I? Well, shall I? Shall I just? Give, shall I just give you some lists? Shall I? Shall I? Shall I just? Shall I go on? Shall I? Shall I? Shall I? Plow yeah, yeah, on? please. Yeah, yeah. Right. In number three, we have Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Forgot that was a thing. Me too. 
<laughs> not, assume, not overly fast. I assume this is the sequel to their Dark Souls game. It is. It's the sequel to Fallen Order, For, which Fallen I Order, technically yeah. played uh, earlier this year. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Autopop. Um, yeah, it was fine. I'm not hyped for a sequel at all. It was fine. Uh, mate, if they can improve that map, they might they, they, they might, have a, they, might <laughs> I, they might get me involved. But that I had forgotten map. how bad that was until I actually had to walk a little ways to get to the save point to make it pop the trophies. And I was like, I have no idea where I'm going. <laughs> Worst map ever. Uh, right, number two, and bear in mind, own less than a thousand votes separated these top two. I'm just going to put my hand up here because I feel very silly. But Zelda, Tears of the F- Tears of the King, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, Tears for the Kingdom. Tears that one, of, I, Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom. I've just realised that that is coming out this year. So yes, that would be in this list, and it better be on this list here in these top two. It is number two. Ooh, don't. Just that's my number one. Mm. By not just a little bit, by a lot. So um, in number one, we have Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Hmm. You know what? I actually forgot that was coming out this year because there's not Me been a too. huge amount about it. There's not been a lot of hype building it up as coming out this year. Mm. So that's interesting. Interesting yeah, that's above I'm... Zelda. Yeah. I, I was surprised to see Star Wars so high, if I'm honest. That was the shock to me. Uh, I was surprised to see Diablo so low as well, if I'm honest. But Do you think that's just the uh, the bad rap that the last, was it Diablo Immortals had? Uh, people are worried um, about the series, potentially. I, I, would, I would hope that they wouldn't uh, monetize everyone's faces like they did with Diablo, Diablo Immortal, but... Maybe so. Maybe just obviously the the general uh, dislike of uh, Blizzard these days as well probably doesn't help uh, for no, a not. for a litany of reasons. Um, right, that was my that was my serious that was my serious bit of bit of news. My second bit of news was this: mm. uh, in a freak series of seemingly random events, a Switch owner's a Nintendo Switch owner's pet fish. Accessed his eShop account and added funds to it using his credit card. Sorry, crime... sorry. What? What? The crime was caught on video during an unsupervised live stream. Hundreds of viewers watched as the little fish stole their owner's identity while what? he was gone. The, the entire heist started as an experiment to see if fish could complete Pokemon Scarlet and Violet unassisted. To do it, Japanese YouTuber uh, Mutakimaru uh, Channel set up a webcam focused on his fish bowl. Motion tracking software monitored the fish as they swam across an overlaid grid populated with controller inputs. If a fish paused or changed direction, the correlating controller input registered in the game. Uh, the, the fella had done this experiment before. In 2020, his fish successfully completed the test, finishing Pokemon Sapphire in around, about 3,195 hours, something an actively playing human could do in around 30. However, this time round, things did not quite go as planned. The identity theft occurred whilst uh, Mutakimaru was away from the YouTube live stream. The game went swimmingly, with the fish winning the with the fish winning several battles at the 1144 hour mark the game crashed as games 
sometimes do, especially as Pokemon Violet and fucking Scarlet do as well. Um, Indeed. Uh, but without Mitakamaru present to fix the situation, the system continued registering inputs from the fish. Uh, eventually, the pesky fish got the Nintendo eShop to come up and entirely by chance registered the correct sequence of inputs to add only four US dollars or 500 yen to his account from the credit card that was saved on the Switch. They also exposed his credit card information to every single oh. person watching on the stream. Um, yeah, then the scoundrels managed to use some of Mitakamaru's accumulated <laughs> reward points to purchase, a new av- to purchase a new avatar, download the Nintendo 64 emulator, get PayPal to send him a setup confirmation email, change his Nintendo account name from Mutikamaru to Rawawawawawa. Um, the fish free-for-all went on for seven hours in total before the future finally managed to power down the Switch. So, yeah. Ah. Wow. I need to lie down after that. Wow. Um, (laughs) If you'd like to see the video, I I, have a YouTube video of it if you'd like to see it. I I Um, expect that to be in the WhatsApp chat shortly. Uh, That is incredible. We should probably put that in the description of this if we can as well. Because, oh my God, that is, that's brilliant. I we sat on that for a fucking hour on this show, waiting to talk a, to tell that. What, tale. A, what a pesky scoundrel of a fish! <laughs> uh, <sighs> and they say journalism's dead, eh? Exactly, uh, exactly. He he played him like he'd play a fish. That's amazing. Absolutely. I mean, it's one thing to set this stuff up to get. It's impressive, you know, right? <laughs> imaging of a fish to actually play a game and complete it because. I just don't even know how that would work. Pure very chance. slowly, I yeah. imagine. Very slowly. Um, that that is that is a a story that is, should be saved on the Internet Archive for all time. It, it's one of those where if you didn't have video footage, nobody nobody would ever ever believe. So what happened, sir? Why did you lose all this money from your account? Well, my fish accidentally <laughs> stole my identity. <laughs> I ah, those that, that we had fish that literally broke the law. <laughs> Send that fish to jail. He's going down. Oh God! Um, Wait, well, he, he doesn't remember it. He's a goldfish, so he doesn't even know what he's done. Ah, goodness me! I, the memes, just the memes, write themselves, don't they? I mean, I I can't think of a better way to end this podcast no. than that story. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. I think we need some time to uh, to get our breath back. So, uh, the, the, one, sorry, just whew, before I go, one of please. the question, one of the one of the kind of the summary lines I saw was brilliant. It was like, uh, "That's genuinely pretty funny." Scarlet and Violet is definitely not stable enough for this kind of fish-assisted long play to be a good idea. <laughs> it's a subgenre we didn't know we needed. Fish-assisted yeah. long plays. Oh, God. Uh, it, 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 turns, <sighs> it makes the phrase fishing scam. Just, it, it gives a whole new <laughs> meaning, doesn't it? There's so many, uh, so many puns. So little time. Oh, God. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Michael Carden-Edwards, for joining us today and bringing us that wonderful story to end the podcast on. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> And thank you, Mr. Moles, producer, editor-in-chief. Thank you, sir. Thank you again. Uh, You're welcome and good evening. And thank you and good night from me. Bye-bye.